0: And we have Travis Vrujink here, or for you Dutchies out there, Travis, what is it? fruging fruging Yeah. I'm going to think that now every time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funner to say. Uh, hey, we love to focus on things we're thankful for on Thursdays. Is there anything that jumps out to you right now, Travis, at this phase in your life that you're particularly
1: thankful for? Um, I'm entering what I would say, or trying to enter a, a period of, um, I would say rest or moving out of what I would say has been a really busy period in my life and trying to um, create a little bit better patterns. Um, hmm. It's just, just work. And uh, really everything life-wise has been um, fairly hectic the past too long. The season's been too long. Okay. Um, and so what's shifting, uh, just trying to intentionally not, um, intentionally not say yes to something. Okay. to try So your circumstances aren't
0: changing necessarily. You're just choosing to a little
1: bit, but yeah, it's, it's also, um, you can be quick to, uh, quick to volunteer, jump into things. And uh, I, I have to also practice the, um, Uh, practice saying no sometimes to things and that's which is why he doesn't
0: play on the worship team with me as much as i wish he would
1: (laughs) it's very tough to do um because i i like uh, a lot of the you're saying no to sometimes things that you want to do and yeah my wife is a really good reminder of saying and um shout out to betty joe too through that as far as you know pruning sometimes Mm. involves pruning things that are good absolutely Um, so yeah it's been trying to focus on rest. And it's kind of interesting to just like, what, what is my rest, you know, after Mm -hmm. a really long, busy period, like what are the things that um, give me rest and and give me energy and trying to um, go into those a little more. So I'm Mm -hmm. still, still working on it. It is not a, I do not have it figured out. It's a work in progress. It's definitely at least focusing on that and spending more time on it. And that's what you're thankful for. I am thankful for rest. 'Cause without rest it's it gets pretty tough. So, Man. Yep. And somebody should preach about Sabbath
0: in this church. Yeah. <laughs> we have,
1: but yeah. I, I think... actually preached on Sabbath oh, last that's... October. Got it. It's, in COVID years, that's like exactly three years ago. It could have been three years <laughs> ago. <laughs> and yeah. Yes, I do remember that now. now uh, that you say that. And that morning I
0: I shared with the church that that I had gone a long period of time really with, without observing Sabbath, and yeah. I was convicted, especially since I was preaching on it. Uh, so I was going to attempt to observe the Friday evening to Saturday evening. Uh, be, not only because it, it I thought that might fit my calendar the best, but but that's kind of cool that that's the, the traditional mm-hmm. Jewish observance of Sabbath and yep. the Sabbath that Jesus would have observed. Um, and I need to confess it has not gone so well. Yes. Um, it's a work in progress. So. It is a work in progress. And for and I didn't anticipate that Saturdays for me are sort of like a free for all wild card day. You yeah. never know what's going to happen on Saturdays, right? Yep. Um, so that's been really tough for me. So I think I might be going back to uh, sundown on Wednesday to sundown on Thursday because nice. it's not a work day for me here at Victory Point. Yep. Um, and uh and it's just a day that I think I can lay low a little easier. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think for all of us, it's a, you got to sort of trial
1: and error your way into it and figure out what, what works. Yeah. I had know? a good friend who said mm-hmm. uh, you can always start again. That's right. <laughs> and so it's like, if you, if you messed, if you messed up or you're not following what you were, you can always start again. So like try it. You messed up today. Okay. Wake up tomorrow. Try it again. Yeah. And don't kind of don't give up. So Yeah. Exactly
0: and it wasn't October. it was sometime this spring
1: now that I think about it anyway. I do remember it though now do that you just, I do yeah because <laughs> I I had actually that was uh yeah, I'd spent some time thinking about that after that. so well good. I remember Thursdays it, were Thursdays were your day when you back are, when I was at Hope College
0: uh, yep yeah yep.
1: and I preached on this
0: uh, I only I only spoke in chapel at Hope once a year and this was my message. Um, so all the students on campus knew that Thursday was my day and they helped to protect it for me. It was really, it was really a neat season. Yeah. Well, hey, let's jump into the passage for today. I love this passage and, and this, I can tell you, uh, 15 minutes will be too short to comment on it. <laughs> so but, sorry in advance. For- so sorry in advance. Well, we're going to try to stay within our time limit, but, uh, there's just so much in this passage that I love. Uh, So, Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Hebrews 4, 12 through 16. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Whoop whoop. Yeah. That's such great news. Yeah. This is back to the this this is back to the what we were hoping for on Monday. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and what I what I didn't want to tell you between our recordings, yeah, was that as I was reading in Job, I was thinking about this passage, nope. not knowing that it was our Bible. It was our Bible reading. I hadn't
1: oh. looked ahead. And I found myself thinking, if Job could just read Hebrews. <laughs> oh, What what triggered like what what part of it was like, sometimes there's like a word or a collection of words that yeah, you thought of.
0: So it was when Job, let me, let me go back.
1: When Job says,
0: if only I knew where to find him.
1: Yeah. And in
0: Hebrews, it says, uh, let us then approach the throne of grace.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: where we find him. Yeah. At the throne of grace, yeah. you know, and we can approach with confidence and receive mercy and grace, you know, so I yep. like he obviously, this revelation hadn't been given to Job. Yet. Yeah. Um, that was 1000s of years earlier. He he knew that God was out there. But yep. we have an even greater revelation of of where you find God. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it's the Job had that confidence where he's like, I want to, I want to state my case where, you know, where, where can I file my, my petition, you know? Right. And he's, he kind of is just casting it into the dark and you're saying, Hey, you know, it's the throne of grace. You're missing it. You're in the wrong spot. Or, or he just wasn't finding the throne of grace. So,
0: or, or he just didn't have the full revelation of it yet. Yeah. I, I think Job had a sense that God was good. Yeah. And that, he eventually was going to show up. But um, but that's part of the passion of the writer of Hebrews, I think, is is there were priests all throughout the Old Testament. Yeah, but we have a great high priest in Jesus that takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. So I I guess that's what I was feeling when I was reading Job. So so when I came to Thursday, I'm like, no way. (laughs) So what what else jumped out to you, Travis?
1: Oh, I, I wrote down, um, even when God is silent, Emmanuel and Emmanuel and like as dark as I could make it. Oh, because it's, you know, God with us, like yes. Jesus is here. Like, it, you know, Job and David, like they didn't have Jesus. They knew Jesus was, you know, knew he was coming and it was prophecy yes. and everything else, That's but right. it's like. Then um, Jesus arrives on the scene, and it's God with us. It's yes. the you know, it's God came to Earth. Yes, um, and it's just I I love I love Hebrews a lot. Yes, and I it, mean throughout the book of Hebrews,
0: it's just, it it's just like the beauty of the new covenant and of the Messiah
1: just kind of explodes into technicolor. I yep. think and this is yeah. also the home of, or at least that book is the home of the the heroes of faith. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I didn't. I was gonna go and look. I don't know if Job was listed as one of those. In my mind, he he is. David certainly is. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of go. You know, this is the. To me, it's like you're walking the halls of you know of you know the heroes or where you'd have the busts and yeah, you know, <laughs> right. lining the walls and yep. it's like these are all the heroes and you go these are the people who, you know, experienced God's silence, yes. experienced all these things and they made it. You know. Yep. So then you can too. (laughs) Exactly.
0: And, and, and in the passage about the kind of the godly hall of fame, uh, he says, these people knew a better day was coming, Yeah, but they didn't see it in its fullness.
1: Yeah. And yet they still hung in there. They still hung in there. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I put below, you know, as I made a note, I said, Job didn't hear God, yet he persevered. David didn't hear God, yet he trusted yeah. it's just, you know, these guys are hanging on, um, e- even through that. Um, and then I just said to like, you know, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence. And I said, like Job, we can approach God mm-hmm. so we can, we can make our case. We yep. can, um, I wonder too, like the, the word of God is alive and active. Mm. Like to me is like, it's a whole nother conversation. It is. But it, it, to me, it's like, you know, So we also have the Holy spirit got sent, um, you know, so Jesus was here and then the Holy yes. spirit was sent and put on, you know, um, came to the the disciples or the followers. And it made me wonder, I don't know. I mean, obviously the Holy spirit was around and you kind of go, it made me wonder, like, you know, so Job and David, like, did they, did they have the benefit of the Holy spirit back then? in My head, it's like, well, yes, but then, you know, um, I don't know. I,
0: so check this out. I was just at a conference in Naperville, this the last three days. Yeah. And somebody spoke to that very thing. No kidding. Yes. And, uh, he talked about how in the Old Testament, the Holy spirit would rest on people. Yeah. It would come on people. Yeah. And Uh, and then they would prophesy like it came on Saul and he would prophesy and then it came on the prophets and they would prophesy. Um, but it never says that that the Holy Spirit lived inside. Yeah. So I think, and I, I mean, we, we say at the beginning of this, that we're not not theologians and we're not experts. Okay. (laughs) So we're, 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 we're stepping into, uh, Christianity 401 here, right? Yep. Um, but. I think it might be possible that with the coming of the Holy Spirit that indwells in us, yeah, in in a way that it didn't in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit was around, like you were saying, and it would come on people. And in Psalm fifty-one, Paul or uh, David says, uh, "Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord; um, take not your Holy Spirit from me." Yeah, right. Yeah. So he knew there was a Holy Spirit. Yep. Um, but I'm not sure it dwelled in them in the same way.
1: Does that make sense? It absolutely does. I mean that that I think I was kind of hinting at that. Yeah. Also being a little concerned about like
0: <laughs> what am I
1: really saying here? There's going to be somebody who's going to be like Travis you completely botched this and now I don't know if you should be, you know, leading our church at all, you know, right. or, uh an elder so it's, Well, I'll take the fall with you, man. But <laughs> I, it makes the good news even that much, you know, greater because right. it's like not only did Jesus come and save us, but we also Um, you know, unlike Job and David, we're not yelling into the darkness. Like we have the Holy spirit, which again, like, um, for the word of God is alive and active And the word of God. Like you could even pull back to John and like, um, talk about the word was God and, and, and the Holy spirit being mixed in with that and where you go, okay, Hebrews now has a whole different take on, um, what it is to, you know. God's silence is, it may still be there, but we have the Holy spirit, which uh, well, can, yeah. can sustain us. It's our comforter.
0: Yeah. It's our encourager. Yep. Oh, that's so good. And just the whole conversation about the word of God being alive and active, Yeah, you know, just brings me to, you know, when Jesus is being tempted in the wilderness Yep. and Satan comes at him and, and he, and Satan even comes at him with scripture, yeah, and he twists it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but what is how does Jesus combat it? It is written. It is written. Yeah, it is written. Every time Jesus comes back with the word that was alive and active, and for Jesus, the word was the Old Testament. Yeah, right. Yeah. So for anyone out there who poo-poo's the Old Testament as if ah, eh, that's not relevant anymore, that was Jesus's Bible. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's. Those were the very words that gave him the ammo to combat the devil, you know. Uh, So uh, in this uh, passage, the word of God is living and active. I just, I don't know. That's a conversation we don't have time for.
1: And we're already at 15 minutes. (laughs) Well, just to piggyback on what you're saying, like, I mean, we through our life experiences, we have reasons to know why God is faithful. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, like I've prayed that before, like it makes God such a a much larger God. If you, if you start and say, you know, you are the same God that is the God of Jacob. You're the same God that was the God leading Israel. You're the Mm -hmm. same God that was with David when he took down Goliath, you know, and just, um, just walk through those things, man. And sometimes it's, it, it helps me recenter, refocus Mm -hmm. on like, what is, yep where I land in the mix of, of things, you know, yes. my, my big giants aren't as big anymore Amen. as you go. God is way, way, way bigger, yep. has much longer timeline than what I, uh, what I can think of. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Travis, you're getting good at this now. Um, send us out with a blessing. <laughs> um, yeah. Listeners, uh, will say to you, um, yeah, Hebrews, uh, remember that the Word of God is alive and active. Yes. Um, let it penetrate uh, hmm. deep. Uh, let it expose um, thoughts and attitudes of your heart, because mm-hmm. um, nothing can be hidden from um, from God. He knows. Uh, he knows who you are. He knows your child. Um, then let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Yes and that we'll receive mercy and find grace um, to help us now and even if we're in time of need. Amen. Thanks.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God.